Hi, and welcome to the Movement Diaries, a no-holds-barred podcast where we'll unpack all things exercise and movement within the world of the no-pain, no-gain fitness culture. Hosted by me, movement coach Jordana Edelstein, we'll dive into why exercise has notoriously become all about self-punishment, fixing what's wrong with how your body looks, and burning off last night's pizza rather than simply feeling good and strong in your own skin. Let's have some honest, candid conversations about how to shift the all-or-nothing mindset around fitness and reclaim movement and exercise as a way to feel capable, confident, and empowered in your own body and mind. Ready to break the rules of exercise with me? Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Episode 84 of the Movement Diaries. Thanks for listening. Um... (laughs) sitting in my attic on a Saturday recording this a little bit further in advance. I used to like kind of batch my podcast where I would do kind of two at a time. And then I've just gotten into this rhythm now where I just do them weekly. So in case you're wondering, it's Saturday, June 18th, when I'm recording this, this is going to be kind of next Monday's episode. So I think that's Monday, June 27th, uh, which is Ben's first day of day camps. Fourth grade will be officially done. And I think everyone's summer across the country, because East Coast is kind of the last to finish up. So if you um, have school-aged kids in your life, your summer vacation um, will definitely be in full swing by now. So um, first, I just wanted to say up front, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Um, I love hearing from people. And I don't always know like who's listening to this, right? So send me a DM, send me an email. Um, I would love to hear from you. Even if it's just like a, Hey, I listened to your podcast. Like, that's awesome. It's just like, nice to know. Um, I love doing this. And like, sometimes I'm like just sitting up here in my attic, like looking around, like having a conversation with myself, but it's not a conversation with myself. It's a conversation with you, even though it is kind of one-sided. And so when I hear from you, it makes it not one-sided, right? Um, it doesn't have to be anything profound, just like a, hey, I listened, have an awesome day. That makes my day. So just supporting you to do that um, if the inspiration strikes. So I wanted to talk today about something I shared on Instagram this week around whether you are your own enemy or your own ally. I've been spending a lot of time studying and reading and taking some um, webinars around self-compassion. And I think self-compassion is one of those things that we think is like, like this fluffy thing. Like, oh, just tell yourself you're, tell yourself that you love yourself. Tell yourself that you're good. Tell yourself everything's okay. That's not what self-compassion is. Um, self-compassion is not fluff. It is a scientifically researched practice that has evidence-based research studies. Um, I have been learning a lot from a woman named Kristen Neff, who is a PhD and is like the primary, like leading researcher around self-compassion. And also if you're a Brene Brown person, she talks about self-compassion too. Um, and the reason that I'm interested in learning and studying more about this is because it plays a huge role in this work, especially body image. And shifting our thoughts and behaviors and beliefs around food, right? Which so many of us, right? As always, I say, if you're listening to this podcast, this is probably you um, coming from a place of a lot of punishment and restriction and judgment and criticism and and all of that. And self-compassion is a tool and a practice that we have to work on and engage in and actively proactively use. And because we are often walking around like, 
as our own enemy, right? Every time we judge ourselves, every time we criticize ourselves, every time we punish ourselves, every time we try on a pair of pants and say, oh, I'm too fat. These look terrible. I have to go on a diet. We are our own enemy and we need to be our own ally. And this was a really kind of interesting framework that I hadn't thought about before until I started studying this. And I shared it on Instagram and it seemed to really resonate. And so whenever that happens, right, an Instagram post is a great resource, but it's like quick, it's like a snapshot. And the podcast gives me a chance just to talk about things in a little bit more depth, provide a little bit more of a resource, more context, more nuance than the 2,200 characters, not 2,200 words, 2,200 characters of an Instagram post. So um, in the post, I kind of gave a couple of examples around what it means to be an enemy and what it means to be an ally, right? So when you're constantly judging and criticizing how you look, which to be honest, you may not even realize and might be so kind of like second nature that you don't even realize when it's happening. So part of the process is starting to notice and realize the way you've normalized this behavior, that every time you look in the mirror, it's a judgment, it's a criticism. This doesn't look good. Look at that lump of fat. Look at this cellulite coming through. Like, look at this double chin. My skin is so blotchy. And like the laundry list of stuff that will come through your head, that's that's part of this work. That's like antagonizing yourself, constant judgment, constant criticism. And so a really good check-in, this is a really good self-compassion tool to start to shift from an enemy to an ally and just practice self-compassion in general is asking yourself, would I say this to my best friend? It's like a quick gut check. It's almost like the same as like when you're trying to figure out if you're hungry, you guys have heard me talk about the ask yourself, well, would I eat steamed chicken and broccoli? And right there, that's going to tell you if the answer is yes, you're hungry. If the answer is no, it's something else going on. You're eating for another reason besides like physical hunger. This is kind of the same thing. When you catch yourself talking to yourself in a certain like really negative judgmental way, pause and say, would I say this to my best friend? The answer is probably going to be no. Now, look, I'm not talking about like supportive honesty, where if your friend is wearing an outfit that for whatever reason, like you don't like or isn't flattering, where you wouldn't be honest with her. This is about unnecessary, excessive criticism right? This is about, am I be, is this, am I being kind to myself? How am I taking care of myself? And so just pausing and asking yourself that question and noticing the answer, you don't have to necessarily do anything about it to start because that's kind of like part two. Part one is always the pause kind of then part two is like noticing and paying attention. And then part three is taking action on what you've learned from noticing, right? So you kind of catch yourself saying these things, you pause and you say, would I say this to my best friend? The answer is going to be no, right? You wouldn't. You would look at her, you'd be like, you look great. What are you talking about? Stop being so mean to yourself. Like you're such a great person. And there's a lot of nuance and context in that, which I think I'll save for a separate episode. But the idea is if you wouldn't say this stuff to someone that you love, why is it okay to say it to yourself? And that's like a really interesting question to think about. Like, why has it become okay? Why do I, I mean, our brains are a little bit wired for negativity and naturally we always focus on the negative, like a a million positive, great things could happen. And one bad thing happens and we focus on that. And it takes work to shift away from that. So part of this is, I guess, inherently like the way we're biologically wired, which is something I'd love to like read and learn more about 
And also it's like not great for our mental health. It's not great for change, right? Because it, it, it then causes us to make changes in a really unproductive, unsustainable way. Um, we don't want to change from a place of punishment and criticism. We want to change from a place of like positivity and, and care, right? You don't shame yourself into changing. You kind of love yourself into changing. I know that sounds a little bit cheesy, but that kind of like captures the core of it. Um, you know, another thing around food where we'll be like, oh my God, I can't, I can't have ice cream in the house because I have no, I have no self-control and I will eat the whole thing. We tell ourselves these stories, right? I talk a lot about the stories that we tell ourselves. I have no self-control. Well, that's a, like, that's a judgment you're passing on yourself. It's not the truth. It's not the fact. It's an assumption that you're making. It's like correlation is not causation. Just because you eat a whole pint of ice cream in the house doesn't mean you don't have control. It actually means you don't have skills to know how to eat that in a productive way, right? So instead of saying to yourself, I have no control, I can't do this, and really kind of putting yourself down and telling yourself what you can't do, what about learning skills around dealing with cravings, noticing hunger and fullness, paying attention to what you're eating, prioritizing food, um, you know, learning how to deal with emotional eating. Like so many skills are out there for us to use instead of just saying, oh, I can't control myself, so I can't do that, right? That's a big shift from an enemy to an ally. Um, you know, another big one is like relying on a number or a clothing size to decide when we're going to be happy or relying on a certain body size or shape to decide for us when we're going to be happy. And until that happens, it's like, oh, well, you know, it's like your life is on hold. It's like when I fit into this, when I look like this, when the scale says this number. And again, like that's a, that's, that's creating change from kind of like a really punishing, restrictive place. Instead, what about focusing on like who you are as a person? What are your values? What, how do you act from a place of integrity and then how can we use that to bring about actions that make us feel better, that make us feel happy, right? So I, not to say that like how you feel, certainly how you feel in your body and also how you feel like you look, your appearance matters, right? I am never saying that how you feel about your appearance doesn't matter. It absolutely does. What I'm saying is that can't be the only thing that you rely on to feel good about yourself. It can be one of the things because when we start to shift it away from being the only thing and we start to figure out what else makes us happy, then it's like we don't have to lean so hard into these punishing, restrictive behaviors to like get to that point, which we ultimately know actually never happens because it's like when you look back at old photos of yourself where you thought you were air quote fat and needed to lose weight and now you look back and you're like, oh my God, what the fuck was I talking about? I look great in that picture, right? That is proof that how you, it's never about how you look. It's about how you think about how you look. It is your perception, it is your beliefs, body image, right? Body image is kind of our, our perceptions and the way we interpret what we look like. Um, and so you don't improve your body image by changing how you look. You improve your body image by working on these skills and slowly shifting your thoughts over time. It's an inside out thing, not an outside in. You can change the way you look all you want. It's not going to change your body image. And the, the proof of that is what I just said about old pictures. So I really just want to encourage you to think about like, are you treating yourself like an enemy or are you treating yourself like an ally? Um, 
you know, so much of diet culture is about sacrifice, do anything in the name of losing weight. Doesn't matter what you have to give up. It doesn't matter what you have to do. It doesn't matter if you're suffering through it, you'll lose the weight. That'll be worth it. Like, no, that is not being an ally to yourself. That is being an enemy to yourself. Being an ally to yourself is everything that we talk about here. Everything that I share, everything that I'm trying to support you with to develop learning skills, practicing self-compassion, taking away the urgency behind all of this. Um, that is treating yourself as an ally. And so again, I just, this was such a helpful framework for me and something that I, I've you know been learning and studying that I wanted to share and pass it along with you. Um, because ultimately I am sharing this for my own knowledge and also so that I can be a better coach and help you guys start to make these changes. Um, obviously, I've worked on my own body image a lot, and it has really shifted and improved. And I also still struggle, right? Again, I'll remind you, it's never done. It's never over. This work is never finished. For the people, for you who are listening, that's that's us, right? There are other people for whom it's a different experience. But if you're here, you're listening to this, it means that you're someone for whom this is going to be ongoing work. And I'll remind you again, as I always do, that's not a bad thing. That is totally normal. It is totally okay. And that work will get easier over time. It will take less and less effort than it does, than it feels like at the beginning or right now. Um, but you will always have to show up for yourself. And that's not a bad thing. Um, I think that we just maybe expect that like we make changes and it just gets easy and that you don't have to like do it anymore and that you will arrive you'll hit like your destination where everything has changed and all the switches have been flipped. And you're like, here I am, I've got it all figured out. And now I can just live on autopilot. No, we come off of autopilot, we pay attention and that's it. That is the work. You never go back to autopilot. Some things will get easier where they almost feel like things like, like breakfast for me. You know, I don't have to really pay that much attention to what I, I know, I know what works. I buy it. It's in the fridge. It's more about what am I in the mood for in the morning? I put together exactly what I know I need. And that's it. I pay attention to hunger and fullness. I don't have to think so hard about what has to go into it, right? It's not autopilot. It's just less effort. So I don't mean to go off on that sidebar, but it's more about the idea that all these things we talk about are interrelated. Um, and it's so important to keep hearing them over and over and over again, because that plays a big role in helping it sink in. So that is also why I, I try to like, kind of, and it just happens organically, like loop back and kind of weave in topics that I talk about from week to week. So and that kind of wraps it up for today. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I have so much good stuff coming in the works for you. I'm starting to think about doing an in-person retreat. Um, definitely starting to build out an idea for group coaching, which I'm thinking about for this fall. Um, I'm going to be putting together a body image webinar. That's going to be a free offering. So, so much good stuff coming. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing the podcast. And um, whenever and wherever you are listening to this, hope you are having a good day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Movement Diaries. If you love this episode or are enjoying this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you left a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want more information or want to learn more about me or anything I offer, you can check me out on Instagram. My handle is just my first name and my last name, Jordana Adelstein. Website is the same thing. I have lots of free classes and tutorials, and I'm always sharing. I'm on Instagram pretty much every day. 
sharing what's going on in my life and how to make movement and exercise a more joyful part of your routine. Again, thanks so much for listening. Have a great day.